David Sanchez, our football analyst, he does the NFL. He does the CFL. He's a he played two seasons in San Diego with the Superchargers. He's a three-time Grey Cup champion. We like to say he's a four-time All-Star. As a numbers guy, that kind of bothers me a little bit, but it's a four-time All-Star. <laughs> we say it. How are you, my friend? I'm awesome. I couldn't get through security, though. That was, uh, you know, all those ac- those nice accolades, uh, great, DT, but I couldn't get me past the TSN gates. So, didn't Wasn't it Joey Votto last week who couldn't get through security as well at a baseball game? He's like, I'm, a, uh, I'm the yeah. MVP. He's like, no, yeah. Yeah. no, I don't know who you are. Terrell Owens wants to play in the CFL, apparently. Edmonton had them on his negotiation list. He said, sign me. Edmonton has 10 days to sign him to a contract. Will Terrell Owens play in the CFL, do you think? He will. I believe. Really? Yeah. At 44? I believe. Hasn't played since yeah. 2010? Why, why so convinced? Because he puts butts in the seats. That's, at the end of the day, there's, there are teams in this league who could use a boost from a guy like T.O. Now, he'll play in the league. He won't have success in the league, but he'll play in the league. So I, I don't, and I don't know for how long. The Eskimos have his rights, and that's the last place. If I look around the nine teams in the CFL, the last place. Actually, you know what? The best place for him, as for us as fans, that to watch, to watch this explode and it just be great TV, is put him in Edmonton. Put him with Jason Moss. Right and watch and watch them collide. Put them with put them with Mike, Mike. Riley. It's, oh yeah, it's, that's not going to happen. I'm pretty certain. If it does, it'd be great, what? great television. Why do you say it's not going to happen? They own his rights. They're yeah. the only one. If they offer him even the minimum of contracts, he's bound to them for a year. Why do you say it's not going to happen? I think they put him on. They put him on a negotiation list because they they felt that some that he was going to come. They must have got wind that he wanted to come to the Canadian Football League. They took him as an asset. So he is an asset because, like I said, teams will take him. The, the Eskimo way, the way they do things in Edmonton, they don't usually go that route. Like, you know, Toronto might look at something like that historically. Jim Pop likes, you know, the NFL guys. He doesn't mind bringing those characters in. Uh, Chris Jones. Loves. Yeah, those guys do it. But the Eskimo way, per se, is not that way. And then also, I mean, Jason Moss is the, you know, you look at him. He doesn't want to do live mics. He doesn't. He doesn't want to. He's not the kind of guy that wants that attention of To. Uh, so it won't happen. But hey, I hope it does because I'll be the first one. You talk about get the popcorn ready. I'll have my popcorn ready watching if To is going to come and, uh, and play on any team, but in particular the Edmonton Eskimos. Jason Moss did not say three words during that live mic game. Mike Riley was, was great, but he didn't say anything. Yeah, no. You're so right on. Plus, they are loaded at receiver. So they. So if it's not Edmonton, what's a fit for To then? The places that need need to boost their fan base, Montreal is the one that sticks out for me, and that's a that's a place where you know a, a big city, you know the smaller CFL cities, I don't think need it as much or crave it as much, but you know the fan base in Toronto, in Vancouver, in Montreal, those places people come out to CTO, so I think that's the the number one place I think is Montreal, possibly Ottawa. He is friends with Kyrie Saber. That's a well-known fact. Okay. I'm sure Kyrie is, is pushing. He was at Kyrie's wedding um, in the summer in, in Montreal that was actually held at Molson Stadium on the field. That's right. Yeah. So I, there's a connection there. I'm sure they're going to I'm sure Kyrie is pushing that. So uh, it's a, that's a fit. But I'll tell you this. In the YouTube video DTU side is people ask did he run a four four five? Right. That's the that's the question. The stopwatches were out. It was like his birthday or whatever, and he's I'm sure. running the forty on my birthday. Right. It was a four four on my forty fourth. That's what it was. Four four on something like that. Yeah. So he probably ran a four four if it was his uncle and his brother who were clocking it. Hand timing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no chance he ran that time. It just it isn't. He didn't. 
But the reality is, no, he, there's no chance he did. Do you but, think, uh, my thought was it's like 36 yards and they just shot it from yes, way back 100%. so you, could, you can fake it. There's yeah. so many ways that you can <laughs> yeah. finagle that. Uh, trust me, I've tried it. It's uh, as, a, as, a slow, as a slow guy myself. But no, he, uh, he didn't run that. But the reality is uh, at 6'3", to look at the positive side of what he can bring to the table. He is a 6'3", 225-pound guy. He's still in good shape. He's a big body. Uh, that's that's trying to find some some positive. Uh, he'd be tough to handle in the slot because of that the matchup problem with his size. Um, if he takes one hit, it's going to be ugly at 44. He is good size. David Sanchez, our football analyst, with us. He is good size, and he appears to be in tremendous like one percent shape, top one percent shape of 44 year old men. <laughs> but let's. Would you rather have him or Edmonton current superstar Duke Williams? That's not even a question. Who is like 25 and 6'3 and cut down to 225 this season and is a, a monster. There's the easiest way for me to look at this when people say, well, you know, he's done what he's done, give him a chance, whatever it may be, uh, give him an opportunity, see what he can do. Yeah. Is that every CFL team, you know, uh, two months ago when they cut down their rosters, they cut, you know, two, three guys that have the same body type or can do the same things yeah. that T.O. could do five years, seven years ago. Eight so, years, he didn't play yeah. since 2010 so in Cincinnati. It, every roster is crazy. Let, and, and he also doesn't know the system. He has no, if it, another positive about T.O. would be that he has a wealth of football experience. So that, that's a benefit. I mean, he knows, he knows the game. Yeah. He knows the intricacies of, of getting off of running, running routes and, and doing what he does. But he doesn't know the CFL game. So that's, a, that's another negative. So I don't. It's strictly, it's what's, strictly a promo thing. What's the first thing to go? You're you're a year younger than To. What's yeah. what's the first thing to go? What could you not get back if you trained your butt off? Yeah. What could you not get back that you had when you were in the NFL when you were a CFL star? It's got to be your fat, the fast twitch. So the fast twitch muscle. I know even for me, I played till I was 36, and, I, and about 34, it really it just hit me in the head where I could still see things. I'll backpedal and I'll break on a route. And I just was always a step slow, and you just can't you just can't get there. So yeah. it'd be the same for him. He can run those times all he wants, but he's always going to be a step slow. And DT, think of it like this: the hits. I mean, that's what Milt always says, right? Takes, I can play. Hits. I could play if if they yeah. promised nobody would hit me. He's not going to get up if he gets if he gets <laughs> continuously hit. Wow, well, there's no way he'd play more than two games in a row without this. He might be able to get through a game. He's well, not playing a couple. That might be why he wants to play in Ottawa, right? Because no Kyra Bear headshots flying across the middle off the top rope to give you a concussion. Yeah. Oh, Kyra Bear. Uh, it would be amazing. Just throwing this out there uh, because no, you know people who aren't huge CFL fans will will say, well, just let's let's do it. Make some trades. Johnny Manziel to Toronto. Terrell Owens to Toronto. The whole American media just loses its brain and is in Toronto full-time for the rest of the year. <laughs> the probability on that. Let's go at a... Would you bet on that at a plus 2,000? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Davis Sanchez, our football analyst. It's uh, 12.30. we got a few more minutes. I want to ask you, because we are one day away from Baltimore opening training camp and two days away from Chicago opening training camp, because it's always football season. It's fantastic. Uh, it's always football season. What are these days like? Like the, You know training camp is two days away. What, what are these like for you? What was it like for you when you were in San Diego? Well, this, you know, you're right. It's always football season. NFL, NFL season is 
11 months for the guys. So you really you get one month off. So this was it was this last month. So I think for the, for me this will be the time that you're I think two days to go. You're just you're laying in your bed, you're laying on your couch and you're just trying to rest your body as much as you can. And that's NFL training camp will crack uh, the strongest man. Like it's it's a it's nothing to play with. It's it's a, you know six seven weeks long. It's um, twelve hour days. If you're not when you're in NFL camp, when you're not in on the field, you're in a meeting. When you're not in a meeting, you're getting treatment. So I know for me, I would finish my day. We'd have you know dinner would be at six, let's say, and then you'd be. This is starting at six a.m. You go through your day, your first practice, sec, second practice. You're finished at six after you've had two practices. Uh meetings, a workout, and you finish dinner at 6, then you go to another meeting to install for the next day. You get out of that meeting about 8.30. They have a snack for you at, at 9 over at the mess hall. You go over there and, and you grab a snack, and then you got to be up again at 6 the next day for a meeting. So it's, it's long days. You don't have – if you get a time for an hour nap somewhere, you're in, you're in good shape. So that's, you think about that, DT. You're doing that for six, seven weeks straight of yeah. – of having an hour to yourself, but then adding the physical gruel, grueling grind to that, it's uh, it's nothing to play with. Well, and and dudes, I mean, you went down there. You wanted to earn a job. You hadn't. Well, I don't know if these guys know me. I'm Canadian. Sure, I went to Oregon. Maybe maybe they remember me. But you had a point to make. You're like, I want to be on this team. And there are guys like that that I assume go 150 percent at every second and try to blow you out of your cleats. And those guys must be annoying as hell when it's 100 degrees outside. I think that when goes, it's fifty, yeah, when it's any temperature, yeah, that would go more for the guys playing playing inside. You know, for for us outside playing DB receivers, we're just running, and, and that's you know you gotta, smart guys. Yeah, smart guys. But you know, whenever there's that kind of money available, whatever whatever profession you're in, you're going to be, uh, you know. What was the? What did you say? Blowing your blowing your something out? But, out of your, uh, yeah, blowing you out of your cleats is, or whatever. It is yeah. what it is. I mean, it's a uh, it's a lot at stake, and and uh, and so you know, guys are doing whatever, for, but it's a. Uh, it's a grind. I don't feel for them guys right now. This is uh, they're entering into a tough, tough deal. I just I was trying to do the the math in my head. The first CFL, pardon me, the first NFL camp you would have went to, uh, and I had to Google it up. Was the same year of Corey Stringer, okay, which yeah. NFL. Right. And, and if you don't know the Corey Stringer story, because it was two thousand one, just world otherworldly offensive lineman in Minnesota. Uh, too much heat at training camp. Too little right. c- concern for the players, and he died. And so training camp, I mean, I've not been to an NFL training camp either before or after that, but it had to come an incredibly long way since then. Well, they made adjustments that I do remember that, that once that happened with Corey, that they actually made adjustments right in the middle of camps to, yeah. you know, or whatever. Moving forward from that time was obviously um, something that, that came up and they had to, to do things about it. And I think they're a lot more informed now with the medical teams and in, in conjunction with the, with the players and the coaches to make sure the guys are um, hydrated and taken care of. When you were in high school, because when I was in high school, water was for wimps. Wow. Can you remember what? that? I, I, <laughs> like, we were, we were past, like, when you see movies of football from the 60s, oh, take a salt tablet. It'll fix, okay, we weren't that, but water was for wimps. I played high school football in 
91, 92, and it wasn't any good, but water was for wimps. Yeah, I definitely have, I've definitely heard it before where you, where you hear. Yeah, in high school, you might have heard that, but I think, I hope, I hope most places are, are past that now, DT. I, I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and say that once you get sued because an all-pro player dies on your field because yeah. you didn't take care of them, yeah, I'm going to say that, that they did. Uh, 12.33, before I let you go, uh, I'm going to have to ask you about uh, Dexter McCluster as the big name coming to the Toronto Argos. Uh, in the NFL, last played in the NFL in 2016, at five foot six and uh, a body frame like a couple of other Argos, where do you think he's going to be the most effective if he sticks? Uh, he'll be a guy they can use in, in a lot of different situations. Tresp does like to use, kind of like Anthony Coombs does. He runs those speed sweeps, reverses. He'll play special teams. If he's there's a lot of guys that are, that have the juice that Dexter McCluster has. Uh, he's elite, elite. If he still has that, he can be a special guy because he's he's special. And uh, so we'll see on that big open field with all the things that he can do. Getting the thing is, Mark will want to get him the ball in space. And if you can get him a guy with that freakish quickness, what he has um, in space, he could do damage. It'd be fun to watch for sure. If you can, the difference between a, a five foot six, hundred seventy five pound NFL player and a five foot six, hundred seventy five pound CFL player. What's what's different between those two? Uh, definitely, the CFL guy is going to have more. Well, he's not going to have more room to work. He obviously has more room to work, but I think you at, at that size in the NFL, you're going to get. You're not going to have that much room to work. If get, you stood if you stood them side by side on the CFL field, what's the difference in athleticism between the CFL guy, same size as the NFL, legit NFL? Because McCluster, legit NFL talent at one point. For him to for him to make an NFL roster at that size and that weight, more importantly too. He has to be in that, you know, 0.5% of freak athletes because you just, there's not enough room for you to move, to get out in the open space yeah. as, as a, a speed guy. Where in the CFL, there's guys like that on every team because of the open space. So for him, that's a, that's a telltale for Argos fans or anyone excited about him to realize that he was a draft pick NFL at his size and stuck around there for a bit. That tells you just how special he is athletically. Well, and then it's it's Jim Pop and Mark Tressman going to get him and not Chris Jones with any random guy who once played in the NFL or yeah. you know, you know, played in the NFL forty five pounds ago. They the riders take anybody. I think I, I think and pray and hope that Jim Pop's been a little more discerning because the Argos could use a little boost at uh It'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Oh, I, I, I pray it comes through. Davis Sanchez, you're a good man. Thanks for popping in. If you want to talk some golf, you can stick around for another 20 minutes. But My you, game is terrible. you got some work to do. Davis Sanchez, our football analyst, says T.O. is coming. And he thinks maybe Ottawa is the place that he will end up. Very interesting to talk about that.